Good morning, friends. This is Mornings with Michelle. And I wanted to insert something this morning that I felt like would be really helpful to you. And that is to talk about Psalm 23. Most of us who've um, born in America, born in the United States, born in the world, know of or have heard a quote or two from Psalm 23. It starts out by saying, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And the psalmist David wrote this psalm by way of the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you, he was the one to write the psalm because David was a shepherd boy. He knew what it meant to be out in the field leading sheep, caring for a flock of um, helpless, I'll call them, animals that were given to him to take care of, to shepherd, to lead, to protect, to guide, to ward off um, adversaries, to fight off bears and lions and whatever it was that would come against that flock to injure, to maim, to kill. And he had many a starry night to sit under the skies, under the stars, under the moon, and talk to his shepherd, the Lord God, who created him, who created you and me, and to learn about how he takes care of us. So I thought I would share with you an episode in my life where the shepherd led me. And as a result, he protected my life and brought me home safely. I just want to say he'll do the same thing for you if you trust him. So Psalm 23 is the psalm that we want to just meditate on today and let it speak to our heart. And I pray that you'll be blessed as you listen. God bless. Greetings, my friend. This is Michelle coming to you again. Hoping that you're having a great day. Hoping that you're feeling good and knowing that God is good. And that you're staying in the game. You know, life is full of adversity, tests, and trials. The Word of God tells us, be not concerned or dismayed. Or don't think it's strange concerning the fiery trials which are to try you like some strange thing has happened to you. Come on, we're all going to suffer some kind of adversity some type of test, some type of trial, some type of difficulty. It's not about the fact that we suffer. It's about the fact that we apply the blood of Jesus. We live the word of God, stand on the promises of God, and we press through. Well, today I want to talk to you about the leadership of our shepherd. Psalm 23 and Psalm 91 are my favorite psalms. I mean, there are so many wonderful psalms, but those two just resonate in my spirit day and night because, first of all, I learned 23 
when I was a child, so I've known it all my life. I haven't understood all the revelation that's in it. Of course, none of us do because the Word of God is inexhaustible in terms of the information that will pour into your spirit as you listen to the Word and trust God to open up your understanding. So every time you read Psalm 23, there should be something in that Psalm that you're receiving that's different from anything you've heard before or that adds to what your knowledge is of God the shepherd the shepherd the shepherd of our soul the good shepherd the chief bishop and shepherd of our soul listen when you know God as your shepherd as your leader the one who leads you and guides you and directs you and protects you watches over you it is such an awesome revelation because you understand that you are not in this journey alone. You are not by yourself. You do not go without covering. You do not go without someone to pave the path for you and lead you to a place of safety, a place where you can dine sufficiently and graze in peace, where you can sit down, relax, and just be okay because your shepherd's leading you. Well, Jesus is my shepherd. He leads me. He guides me. He directs my path. He orders my footsteps. The Word of God says in Proverbs 3 and 5, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thine own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. That's a promise from God. You do the math. Trust in him, he'll direct your path. Acknowledge him in all your ways, he will direct your path. Don't lean to your own understanding, he will direct your path. He is our shepherd and he is our God. So Lord, we thank you today for being who you are in the lives of your people. And Lord, I thank you for who you are in my life. So as I was pondering the Psalm 23, the Lord took my mind back to an experience I had in my early years of being saved. I was 20-something. So I was traveling uh, in the evening hour, and I was on public transportation, going about my evening commute, thinking not very much of it, just, you know, as matter-of-factly, because I had two buses that I had to take, and I would be at my destination. Well, the thing here is that God knows the things that lay ahead. He is our shepherd. He watches over his sheep. He sees the parade where it's going. He can see way down the road what we cannot see, detect, discern, understand. But that's the job of our shepherd. And if you know your shepherd in an intimate way, if you know the voice of God, in an intimate way, if you know the leading of the Holy Spirit in an intimate way, he will lead you into all truth. He will protect you from the enemy's traps and snares, his wicked devices, his plans, his things that he has laid to 
ensnare you, to entrap you, to entangle you, to defeat you. Oh, he's after you like nobody's business, but that's his business. My business is to tell you of the goodness of the Lord, how he will shepherd you, how he will guide you, how he will protect you, how he will see you through no matter what you're going through and give you the warning signs that will protect your life from failure, from defeat, from even death. So as I was traveling along this particular evening, um, I got on my first bus and I traveled to the first intersection. When I got to the intersection where I was to get off the bus and wait for the next one, the Spirit of the Lord led me not to stand at the corner where I normally would be standing to catch the bus that was going in the direction that I was going, okay? It was counterintuitive. Logic says, stand at the bus on the west side of the street because you're going east. Stand at the bus on the south side of the street because you're going northward. Okay, that's, that's the intellect would tell you to do it that way. But God, the Holy Spirit, when you listen to his leading and guiding and directing of your life and you're in tune with what he's saying to you, may have you, for reasons that he won't explain to you at that time, maybe there is no time for an explanation. But if you're sensitive to his leading and you go in the way that he leads you, you'll look back and you'll understand why. So I'm not going to get at the bus stop where I normally would stand. I go to a different one across the street, diagonal from the one that I should be going to. Within seconds of standing there at that place, I hear the loudest shriek, shrill, scream, holler, blood boiling sound coming from the other side of the street where I would have been standing. And I quickly gaze in that direction. I see a man running as fast as he can from that location. I also see the woman that's screaming to the top of her lungs. I also see the bus coming that I needed to get on. So I saw this panoramic view of a scene that was playing out before me, which I would have been a part of had I stood right there. Well, I run across the street, the bus is coming, the lady is screaming and hollering. I say to her as I, as I see, watch the man running uh, southward, I say, what happened? What happened? What's wrong? What's wrong? And she says, I was standing here waiting for the bus when this man in all panic and she's screaming still and stressed from the episode she just endured. She says, the man walked up to me, put a gun in my side and told me to start walking and don't say a word. But I panicked and I just started screaming. And when I did that, he ran off. And as I'm listening to her story while we're boarding the bus, I'm thinking, oh God, 
that would have been me. That would have been me standing there, but you led me to stand somewhere else. That would have been me that would have gone through that traumatic experience, but that did not happen because I listened to your voice the voice of the Holy Spirit, the voice of our shepherd, the voice of our creator God leading and guiding and directing us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake, but also directing us in our daily commute because we are hearing his voice and being led of him. Well, we got on the bus. I don't remember if we really talked. I just remember my thoughts and how I began to rejoice in the Lord and thank him that he did not allow that to happen to me. And then I'm reminded of Psalm 91. It says, only with your eyes will you see and behold the reward of the wicked. It shall not come nigh thee. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand. But it's not going to come to your house. I'm paraphrasing now. You will see the devastation in the land. You will see the murders in the land. You will see the chaos in the land. You will see the things that are happening in the land that are so vicious and vile so evil and wicked but because you have set your affection on God and you have sought him fully and trusted him completely and prayed and been faithful to God and your service to him and your love for him repenting of your sins and living under the blanket of the righteousness of God which is in Christ Jesus the covering of his, his precious blood to wash your sins away. Because you've done that, only with your eyes will you behold and see the reward of the wicked. It will not come nigh thee. God protected me that day. What happened to that woman was traumatic, to say the least. Her gut response was to scream and holler. I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. Maybe I would have been the person that quietly walked away and tried to talk the man out of his actions and minister to him, Christ. I don't know what I would have done. I am just thankful to God that he did not put me in that position because I've learned since then that when you walk away with an assailant to a second point, you do not escape the harm that's intended. So again, I didn't have to juggle my thoughts and come up with an answer or respond in a different way or react in a different way. I just listened to the leading of my shepherd, my Psalm 23 shepherd, the good shepherd who gives his life for his sheep laid down his life for his sheep. Jesus laid down his life for us. He's the good shepherd. He loves his sheep. There is nothing he wouldn't do 
to ensure his sheep's peace and safety, comfort, protection, well-being. He's already proved it because he shed his blood on the cross of Calvary for our sins. That when we go to him and need forgiveness, our sins are already forgiven because we ask and because his blood has been shed. He's the good shepherd. He's the one that won't leave you alone. He's the one that will watch over you in the midnight hour while you're sleeping and can't watch over yourself. He's the one that protects you when you go in and out, when your car stops on a road in the dark and you don't know which way to go or how to go. And you pray and suddenly somehow supernaturally the car starts up again because your good shepherd watches over his sheep and he provides for them even supernaturally in ways that you can never even imagine. That's our shepherd. That's the shepherd of Psalm 23. You need to get to know him. If you don't know him, oh, you don't know what you're, oh my God, you don't know what you're missing. I'm telling you, I wouldn't walk this life without Christ. I wouldn't breathe a breath without Christ. Oh, let me correct that. I could not even breathe a breath without Christ. It's in him that I live and I move and I have my being. Without him, I can do nothing, but I can. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I can do all things because my shepherd is there with me watching over me, protecting me, helping me, strengthening me, healing me, delivering me, answering my prayer, pitying my every groan, walking with me as I walk along life's path. He's there with me as I'm praying and no one else is there to hear, to wipe away the tears, to take the pain away. My shepherd is there. He's there every hour, every second of every day. He's there when I even want him to be there, when I want to do my own thing and I want my shepherd to just let me go ahead and do it. And I'm going ba-ba, wandering off, eating things I shouldn't eat, and grazing in pastures that I shouldn't graze in. My shepherd is there and he brings me back into the fold, picks me up, carries me on his shoulders when I'm injured, comforts me when I'm wounded, and helps me to continue on this journey called life. If you don't know the shepherd of Psalm 23, I invite you today to get to know him. And I would like for you to pray a simple prayer. If you do that, in the name of Christ Jesus, he will reveal himself to you and open up to you as never before. Come on, let us pray. Father God, in the name of Christ Jesus, I pray for my friend that's listening to me. Whatever nation, whatever kingdom, whatever territory, whatever continent you're on, whether Africa, Asia, Europe, Australia, the United States, whether you're in Canada, 
whether you're in Mexico, the Philippines, the islands, wherever you are, the Lord is there with you. He hears you as you cry. He hears your groan. He pities your every groan. There's nothing that's going on in your life right now that your shepherd is unable to handle. But you have to be willing to take it to him and trust him right now. Give it to him. Let him have it. The burden, the pain, the grief, the sadness, the sorrow. Just say, Lord, take this burden from me. I cannot handle it. It's the grief, the sadness, the depression, the anxiety. Lord, take this away from me. Lift my spirit up above the shadows. Dry my weeping eyes so that I can see clearly. Give me hope for the future because it seems like all hope is gone because my husband is no longer by my side. My child is no longer here. My grandparents are gone. My mother has passed away. My dad is no longer in the land of the living. My job is gone. I lost a limb in the army. I lost my sight. Whatever the condition of your heart, your mind, your body, your health may be, your finances, your shepherd still has the power, the ability, the capability to do for you what it is that you need him to do. And all he wants you to do is trust him right now. And I'm going to pray for you that this moment, this hour, that he will permeate that place of despair or darkness or sinfulness or grief, sadness, whatever it is, poverty, lack, drought, whatever the condition that Jesus would come in and he would heal, deliver, set free and make whole and save you most importantly from your sins so father god in the name of jesus i pray for my listeners i pray that you would touch them indelibly that you would breathe upon them right now and comfort their hearts if they're grieving if they're sad even if loneliness is the thing that's oppressing them and they desire a spouse Give them a godly spouse, godly companionship, godly friends, someone that will encourage them and lift them up. Break the shackles of drug addiction. Break the shackles of emotional addictions. Break the shackles and loose them from the bonds of the imprisonment that they've been in due to whatever the circumstances that they've had to deal with God. Give this people peace. Lead them in a path of righteousness for your name's sake. Shepherd them, watch over them, protect them, guide them, comfort them. Carry them through this hour, O God. In the name of Jesus, you died on the cross for their sins. 
Help them to receive the sacrifice that you made and invite you to come into their heart and dwell there. Help them to open up their eyes and look to you and say, Oh God, forgive me for my thoughts, for my wrong thinking, doing, and acting. Forgive me for not forgiving those who've hurt me. I forgive them now, and I forgive myself, and I ask you to forgive me as well. Lord, I ask all these blessings in Jesus' name, and I pray for this people that they will continue to be blessed and encouraged and inspired as they read your word and get to know the shepherd of Psalm 23 as never before. Amen and amen. Well, this has been your friend, Michelle. I hope and pray that something that I said will encourage you and inspire you and that you will continue to be blessed. And if you would like to be a blessing to this ministry, you can. You can um, take the time, again, as I said, and as I've said before, to message me on the app whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Anchor or Public Radio Podcasting, whatever the case may be, wherever you're listening, if you just take the time to message me, you can. And um, I will get back to you with more information about that. But for now, I just want you to have a blessed day and know that Jesus loves you and I love you too. And we'll talk again soon. The Lord be with you is my prayer. Amen. Oh, one more thing. I got to quote Psalm 23 for you. For the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Yes, yes, less. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters, waters. He restores my soul, waters, refresh, restoration of the soul. Don't you need that now? I need it. Oh God, he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Why does God do all of that? Because he has a name that's above every name, and his name is Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Prince of Peace. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley, through the shadow of death, I will not be afraid, for God is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil and my cup runs over. Hallelujah. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Hallelujah. That's something to shout about today. You have a dwelling place promised to you forever. The house of the Lord. 
I want to see you there. When we all get to heaven, I want to see you there. I want to see your face. Until then, get to know the shepherd and he'll lead you from earth to glory. God bless. Elder Michelle saying bye for now. Good morning, friends. This is Mornings with Michelle. And I wanted to insert something this morning that I felt like would be really helpful to you. And that is to talk about Psalm 23. Most of us who've um, born in America, born in the United States, born in the world, know of or have heard a quote or two from Psalm 23. It starts out by saying, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And the psalmist David wrote this psalm by way of the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you, he was the one to write the psalm because David was a shepherd boy. He knew what it meant to be out in the field leading sheep, caring for a flock of um, helpless, I'll call them, animals that were given to him to take care of, to shepherd, to lead, to protect, to guide, to ward off um, adversaries, to fight off bears and lions and whatever it was that would come against that flock to injure, to maim, to kill. And he had many a starry night to sit under the skies, under the stars, under the moon, and talk to his shepherd, the Lord God, who created him, who created you and me, and to learn about how he takes care of us. So I thought I would share with you an episode in my life where the shepherd led me. And as a result, he protected my life and brought me home safely. I just want to say he'll do the same thing for you if you trust him. So Psalm 23 is the psalm that we want to just meditate on today and let it speak to our heart. And I pray that you'll be blessed as you listen. God bless.